Day 74. Uh, welcome to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're showing you, where we're showing you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. A window where we come to see God, not primarily about ourselves. Right. So we are at the end of 2 Samuel. Yeah. Uh, the book is going by so quick. And this is just, right, this chronicling of moving from... Mm-hmm judges to kings really starting to show God establishing this kingdom here on earth. And we see the rise and fall uh, in this book, primarily of two kings, right? Mm -hmm. And with each one, the the hope is that this is going to be the promised king that God sends into the world. Um, And Saul, we see somebody that from the start, I mean, you just knew he's not it. David is a guy that had a sharp rise. Yeah, uh, quick. Yeah, but then he had a yeah steep fall. There's been a few times where he's shown Mm. in decisive fashion that he's not it, and now the book um, comes to an end. And this Mm -hmm. is like this this last part kind of feels like an epilogue or an appendix, right? That there's Mm -hmm. these kind of unrelated stories, but I think there is a little bit of a flow and a theme. Yeah, so it's it's uh, not so the Bible is not always. Right. interested in chronology. So right. you'll see that in the Gospels. It'll just say, Jesus did this, is this, this. And it's like not a direct sequence of events. Right. Here is similar. Like David, uh, the things that it is telling you didn't happen at the end of David's life right. per se. Um, but it is trying to focus in on primarily his relationship with the Lord. Right. right? And so that's why, uh, that's the thread that kind of runs through these last few. And David even though he has had a lot of falls, yeah. he was a faithful man right? right? overall. Yeah. He didn't make mistakes. He made some big mistakes. But at the end of the day, God is has made a covenant with him, and he's going to keep that covenant, and it is unconditional. Yeah. Right? Um, and we're going to see this on and on, but God is going to refer to yeah. David as a man after his own heart, righteous. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we see there is that you know, David is not going to be defined by 2 Samuel 11. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's not defined by his failures. And that's such that that should be good news to all of us it who is. have momentous <laughs> mm. failures yeah. that even as God looks at us, that a God can look at us and with all integrity mm-hmm. call us faithful children that love him and not define us by our failures. Yep. And so at the beginning of this one, man, it's it talks about a time in David's life where there was a famine and the Gibeonites basically are like, yo, we got a problem because Saul yeah. He 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 treated us wrong, bro. And this is interesting. Yeah. Because it's not just them that have a problem. Mm-hmm. God does. Mm, that's good. So that's good, bro. There's a famine in the land. David is not saying what's wrong. Mm. David is inquiring of God, saying, Yo, God, what's up? Yeah. And God saying, No, no, listen, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Not because of what anybody that's alive has done but right. here we get god oh that's good um Oof. is showing forth his justice against those who would carry on the legacy mm. of their forefathers and not make things right so you do have god mm. putting an actual famine on people that are innocent wow. of the sins of their forefathers they just haven't taken the steps to make it right and god saying no 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 even if the past perpetrators of wrong are dead. Yeah. I still want y'all to make it right. And that is crazy. Interesting. Absolutely. A, a nice little thing to interject into the present conversations that mm. we have. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, about justice. And even as you talk about, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's justice, right? So it's like, even as you talk about that, it's because Saul didn't realize that years prior to him even coming alive, right. there was a treaty between Israel yeah. and the Gibeonites. Remember in, I think it was Judges 9, yeah. where they like did some deceptive kind of moves. Oh, look, our bread's moldy. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 a little juke and jab to... <laughs> To get in with Israel, yeah. but that's a treaty. And right. they promised like, yo, we're not going to harm y'all, whatever. Yeah. And they made an allegiance to Yahweh. Yeah. And so for Saul, out of zeal, the Bible will talk about, for, right. for, for the house of Israel, right. he persecutes them. Yeah. Um, and this is why Paul will say, yo, I testify that they have zeal, but not according to knowledge. Right. Right. Yeah. It's good to have zeal, but according to knowledge. And so David, as a good and wise king here... Mm enacts justice and right. that's one of the main characteristics we're going to see that throughout the rest of first kings like that is a, a characteristic of a godly king right he enacts justice mm. on behalf of the gibeonites yeah and uh yeah man that's the that's what we need a yep. just yep. a good king yeah so makes things right not just against them but then his boys go out and make sure yo goliath's descendants are starting to mm. yeah talk spicy to God, let's make sure that we wipe them all out. And so this is just this cleaning house, right? God is going to continue to work out his deliverance in overwhelming fashion, not just through one David that beat one giant, yeah, but through four more little guys beating four more descendants of this great giant. And then in 22, David erupts in a song. This is an amazing song of praise. Mm. Uh, we don't have time to go through it all, but the mm. very last verse, or he just says this, therefore, I will give thanks to you among the nations, Lord. I will sing praises about your name. And just that therefore, mm. David is going to attribute all the good that goes on in his life to God. And he says, yo, God, I look at all the good things that have gone on. And therefore, I'm going to yeah, praise you. I think that's just a good template and a model for how we should interact with these blessings that we get from God. Yeah, and 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 David is in the uh, Thanksgiving. He is giving thanks to God for his righteousness. Yeah, which is which is interesting. Yeah, and he's like verse twenty two. He's like, for I've kept the ways of the Lord. Yeah, verse twenty three. I I let all of his ordinances guide me. Right, and you repaid me according yeah. to my righteousness. And so there is layers to this. I yeah. don't want to say like. You know, every right thing we do, we should be like, okay, right. God, where you at? You know, um, but there's an aspect of where like blessing does yeah. follow obedience. Yeah. Um, and that David is king um, and God does want a righteous king yeah. to be absolutely perfect and obedient before him. And then though, the text like helps us, it, it corrects us because at the end he sins, right? right. He, he takes this census. So it's yeah. showing that like, oh, he wasn't the perfect no. King that was supposed to come forever. Yeah. Right? That yeah. was supposed to be his son. Yeah. No, no, it is. Yeah. So chapter 23 goes on and shows all the exploits of his mighty men, right? God mm. has worked his salvation through um uh these men, right? These these super dope dudes that God has placed around him. Yeah. And what I love is right there at the end, like it gives a He had a squad, yeah. Yeah. So it it gives the name of all the folks that are in the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the good. very last name that it gives is Uriah the Hittite. Because mm. it wants to draw you whenever that name comes up. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, David did do all this good stuff except for that. That's where he sinned. Like his like first act of sin. True fall, yeah. And that's right next to 
24-1, the census that he takes, and this is going to be his last mm. act. Yeah. And what it is, like, yeah, and there's a lot that you could go into depth is, but sure. in Deuteronomy, one of the things that God says was, yo, rely on me. Don't rely on your strength, right? Don't mm. count your horses to rely on how strong you are. Mm. I want you to rely on me. And yeah. the census was David towards the end of his life, right? Yeah, yeah, starting to rely mm. um, on himself, putting his security and trust mm-hmm. in himself yeah. and what he has and not God. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But I love what he says then. He's yeah. like, and they're like, oh, you're getting judged. And he's like, you got three options. And he's like, fam, let me fall in the hands of God because I know. Because I know he's going to be gracious. I know he's going to be gracious and merciful to me. And that's and that's how you know, man. Like, even as even though he made mistakes, that's how you know he was a like really had a relationship with the Lord. Right. Because he knew the character of the Lord. And this and that's why God's gonna say he's a man after my own heart. Yes, he's flawed, fickle as we all are. But he turns to God. Yeah, but he puts his faith and his trust in God. The wicked mm. are self-sufficient and they stay self-sufficient. They stay there. Yes, that's good. They the stay there. righteous are those whose whose help and whose hope is in the God of Jacob. Psalm 146. Amen. Five. And so Today, regardless of what your past has been like, you have an opportunity not to rely on yourself, but to rely um, on God and to give thanks for the salvation that he's brought. Amen. Amen.